If you're surprised by today's episode, don't be. It's time for a bonus episode of Unleash Your Inner Celebrity. This is the after party of the party. So although new episodes of the show air on Wednesdays, secret bonus episodes can and will air during different times of the week. So even though we're moving along on Wednesdays, bonus episodes will be filled with super actionable exercises, personal brand and business strategy, and most likely some controversial thought pieces. So you're going to want to make sure you're checking in throughout the week so you don't miss out. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. For today's episode, we're actually doing something super special because we're actually doing a replay of our amazing Friday Q&A that happened live last week in the Girl CEO Society Facebook group. So if you missed it, in that live, I answered your guys' most pressing questions about your business and building your brand. And we answered questions like, how long does it take to become successful? How to start making consistent income in your business? What advice would I give the version of myself just starting out? How to find your focus when you have a hundred different things you're passionate about, how to find clients, and so much more. I also gave you guys some tips on closing sales, increasing your sales, and how to have a more productive and efficient morning routine. So if you guys have yet to join in on all the fun, I just want to invite you to come into the Girl CEO Society Facebook group because every Friday we'll be doing this Q&A, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern, and you can send me your questions all week and I will answer them on Fridays. To join the Facebook group, we've made it super easy for you. Just go ahead and check the show notes. I have a link for you to click that will take you directly to the Facebook group. And that's pretty much it, you guys. Let's just go ahead and dive into today's episode. How's everybody doing? Let me know. Okay, Danique, I see your hair. Laura, Vanessa, hey guys. So I'm excited today because this is probably going to be one of the most bomb Q&As ever because... I'm answering questions from you guys, questions that a lot of you guys are wondering in your own business. And I decided to do this because I wanted to know where you guys need assistance and where I can help you at. And I just wanted to be able to provide you guys a ton of value. And just, I just feel like some of the answers we want, we don't want to have to pay someone 10K to get the answers for. And I remember when I was first starting, like all the juicy things I wanted to know, it always seemed like in order to get the answer, even to the most simplest questions, it's like I had to either hop on a discovery call or invest into a program. And certain things, it's just like, it's like you want to know so you can just have a full view of like what to expect in your business and how fast things are going to come for you. So the first thing I want to just kick this topic off while we wait for some more people to come in is that I want to talk about how long it actually takes to become successful. Because, oh my gosh, guys, I talk about this on the podcast. There is this instant oatmeal culture that is driving me absolutely crazy. And it's driving me crazy because so many of you guys are losing out because you're just expecting things to happen for you so freaking fast that it's causing you to to really subscribe to what I call like a dabble culture where you're just dabbling in every different thing. And when you are a dabbler, it's very hard to become successful. When you don't commit to your vision, right, it can be extremely difficult to see success. And in my opinion, not in my opinion, but from what I know, beyond being in the coaching industry, guys, which you have to understand my background does not start with coaching. I was a part of, well, actually, I was a marketing director of a really big beauty tech company. I still work with them from time to time, um, but I was a marketing director for a big beauty tech company, grew them from zero to a million in one year. Not only that, 
but I have been a part of many other uh, big companies. One of my clients has been in Target, Walmart, everywhere you can think of. I have some pretty big clients. And so I've seen a lot of things outside of the coaching industry and in. So I have a good view as being a part of it and being sucked into it and <laughs> being on the outside. So I really want to just give this to you guys because I feel like a lot of you guys aren't seeing Yes, I will answer that, Vanessa. A lot of you guys aren't seeing success because you're subscribing to this instant oatmeal culture, which is really just changing the types of actions that you take in your business and it's affecting you really negatively. So let's talk about how long it takes to be successful. I'm actually going to be posting something in the comments that I want you guys to check out that Amanda Francis actually posted that another girl reposted, Susie. And let's see if I can actually add this in the comments because... This is something that I think y'all need to see. And I don't want to just talk about it. And y'all like, what are you talking about, girl? Like, I want you guys to be able to see what I'm talking about. Um, okay, can I actually like, alrighty. So I'll post it, I'll post it at the end because I can't do it now. Okay, so basically I'm just gonna read it off to you. So everybody knows who Amanda Francis is. She is somebody that's, you know, really big online. She makes probably, I think like seven figures now. But when she first started in 2011, she was making $0 in her business, right? Year two, she made $686. Year three, she made $11,611, right? Year four, which is 2014, she made $45,000. Year five is when she had her first six-figure year, which is $171,000. And then year six, she made a half a million dollars. So why do I say this? I say this because in 2011, she made zero. In 2013, she only made $11,000. Imagine had Amanda Francis gave up in 2013 after two years of really not making any money. Imagine had she given up. She would have never gotten to the seven-figure mark. Yet a lot of people can't even commit to a product for three months. That is what instant oatmeal culture does to you it makes you feel like because i'm not seeing success as fast as somebody else i'm doing something wrong and the only time you're doing something wrong is when you're ignoring your desire for clarity when you know you need help and you're not seeking it and when you are dabbling and hopping from different products different things you want to do and the reason why that is is because and i'm going to explain to you guys a really good example but um, the reason why that is, is because in this game of business, you got to master things to be able to make money from it. Like, like people start, e for example, email lists, right? They start sending out messages to their email list. And they're like, oh my God, I'm not getting sales. I'm sending emails out. No one's buying from me. And then they switch to Facebook groups and they switch to Instagram. They're trying to figure out where their people are at that need, that are going to buy their services. Every time, and this is how I want you guys to think about it. You are on a cliff. Your dream is on a different cliff. There's a ravine that's separating you on your cliff from your dream that's on the other side. Every time you start a product, you are building a bridge to your dream, right? The moment you stop that project, whatever it's a product, launching a new business, whatever that is, the moment you stop, you start working on something else, you are now building a second bridge, right? So now you're building a new bridge to your dream. Then you give up on that and you start building a new bridge. Basically what happens is that you're taking a lot of action but the reason why you haven't gotten to the other side is because you just have a whole bunch of incomplete bridges. People that are successful 
complete their bridge. That's how they get to the other side. And that's what I want you to think about is every time you start and stop, start and stop, what allows people to make money is consistency. Consistency, not even consistency in just showing up every day, but consistency in showing up on purpose. So not being on autopilot, not coming from a place of fear, not you know second guessing yourself every day. You have to be consistent in terms of being present, not being a zombie, being present, feeling good about what you're doing, feeling like the way you feel when you go to a movie with your friends or just showing up. If you are having fear around self-promotion, if you still feel guilt around self-promotion, if you feel guilty about selling, if you feel guilty about showing up and you're having a ton of fear around this, you're not gonna become successful because you're not gonna be consistent. You're not gonna be the consistent thought leader that your people need to be because you just don't feel good in here. And that's why sales and success is an inside job because the strategies don't matter when you don't even have the confidence to execute them, when you don't know how to wake up every morning and tap into your intuition and know the exact actions you need to take. When you are coming from a place of fear, you don't do that. You're just kind of like, throwing darts at a moving target and like you're not hitting anything. And so that's why it's so important to understand you got to think about this long term. You got to be in this game long term and you've got to put the blinders on and quit worrying about what everyone else is doing. Because had Amanda Francis looked at what everyone else is doing and gave up within three months, six months, a year, two years, three years, she never would have built the seven figure empire she has today. Even me guys, right? I, I, have had a six-figure business for, I think, I'm gonna say about three years now. Do I make all six figures from coaching? No, no. Last year was my first year of coaching, and to be totally honest with you guys, I only made 50 grand from it. All the other money I make is through marketing, consulting, uh, business consulting. That's how I make my money. Why am I able to make money like this? Because I do things my freaking way. <laughs> Screw what everyone else is doing. I don't care when people say, you shouldn't be doing this. I wanna make money the way I wanna make money doing what I love. I don't wanna just coach every single day, all day, every day. That is the honest truth. I love y'all, I love y'all, but a girl is a creative and a girl gotta be creative or a girl is drowning. And if a girl is drowning, she cannot show up. So I run my business my way. As an entrepreneur, we all know seven-figure entrepreneurs, they make money with seven different types of income. So then that means I got seven ways to be as colorful as fuck. <laughs> I've got seven ways to do things the way that I wanna do it and live my best life. I don't care what people are doing in the coaching industry anymore. Do you think Marie Forleo, Gary Vee are following the trends of the coaching industry? No, they're listening to their audience and they're being responsive to that. So guys, what I want you to understand is you guys gotta quit worrying about what everyone else is doing. Yes, there's some people that make money really fast, but the majority of us have to work so hard. Majority of us have to work so hard, you guys. The majority of us do not make money. Majority of us do not hit 10K in three months. It just is what it is. It just is. But if Amanda Francis made $11,000 three years in, then how can you even complain about what you're doing in six months? Focus on, and I'll get to what I wish I would have told myself, so I'll answer that question. But I'll just say this real quick. Focus on human connection. Do not focus on the money. Because when you have an audience and they all, and you've built a relationship with them, you can sell. You can sell. Just focus on the audience, okay? And again, like I said, too many people run their business like we're cooking oatmeal. Like all you gotta do is put the oatmeal in the, like, you know, instant oatmeal. You put the oatmeal in the bowl. You add water, milk, you know, whatever you like. You add sugar, cinnamon, whatever. Put it in the microwave and ooh, you got a, like a perfect, you know, delectable meal, even though I think instant oatmeal is kind of, but whatever. You get what I'm saying, right? So, don't run your business like this. 
Um, you know, the next thing I'm going to talk about is consistent income. Okay. Cause a lot of you guys have probably signed your first clients and you're just like, when's the next one coming? <laughs> so, um, here's what I want you guys to know. And this is a good analogy I want to give you guys. As entrepreneurs, a lot of us are a little bit too entitled, especially when we first come out. I was actually talking to a client yesterday and we we're talking about, she was saying, you know, I just don't want to do all the work in implementing the strategies and showing up and not have anything happen out of it. And that's kind of why my fear is of why I don't really show up that often because I'm afraid I'll put all this effort in and nothing will materialize. And here's what I want you to know and why it's so important to show up every day and be consistent in your business on purpose. So not just showing up to be a zombie, but just showing up with purpose. Think about your favorite restaurant, right? Your favorite restaurant, the food is bomb, right? The food is so good. But imagine if your favorite restaurant, right, was open. Let's just let's just fake their schedule for August. They were open, you know, the first week on Monday. They didn't come back again till like Tuesday, the next week. And then they showed up on Thursday to open up. And then the next week they came Wednesday and then Saturday. And, and then you didn't hear from them two weeks and then they opened their business up back again, right? I don't care how good their food is. You're not showing up to a restaurant if you don't, if they're not reliably open, like you're going to forget about them. And as entrepreneurs, we have to stop feeling like people owe us money when we're not even showing up, right? We're not even showing up. So it's like, how dare you ask for somebody to pay for your services when you at the level of free aren't even showing up, right? Like you got to show up and be available for this money. You got to show up and be available to collect the, the coins from your clients. You have to show up to deliver, like if we're talking about a restaurant, deliver great, amazing food. Talk to your clients about, hey, how are you liking the meals? What would you like to see more of? Like that's how you have to run your business. So when you're lacking in confidence and you're not showing up, you're running your business like a restaurant that just kind of does what they want to do. And we all know that your content could be amazing just like the food could be amazing. You could be so good at what you do, but if you're not consistent, right? If you're not consistent, you're not gonna have a business. You're not gonna make consistent income. Consistency is a reflection. Your income is a reflection of how consistent you are. It's a reflection on how, like what you think of yourself, what you think is possible, what like, all that is an inside job. Sales are an inside job. Because again, it doesn't matter if you have the best anything, if you're not, showing up for it consistently, then don't expect people to pay for it, pay anything for it, for it. So that's what I want you guys to know. Hold on, hold on. We got some texts coming in. Um, the next thing is, is that, um, is that if you want to start making more sales in your business, you really have to focus on again, overcoming your issues with self-confidence, overcoming your issues around promoting yourself around, um, you know, feeling guilty about your sales and your offers. A lot of you guys really aren't selling enough and you gotta be more in touch with your intuition and less in touch with what everyone else is doing because everyone else has a, everyone has a unique audience. So the stuff that works for them may not work for you because although you guys are in the same industry and are targeting the same people, because you have your own unique thing, you are attracting specific segments of that, that they're not attracting and vice versa. Like there's a different reason why people are coming to you. So that's why like mimicking what everyone else is doing doesn't work. So you gotta focus, you gotta quit worrying about them. Um, so what advice would I give the version of myself that's just starting out, okay? 
So that that was actually asked by, I believe her name is Maria. Micah, please forgive me if I'm messing up your name, love. Um, so what advice would I give the version of myself just starting out? I would say, do not ignore your desire for clarity. If you want to accelerate your success, you need clarity. You need clarity, you need to get clear. Let me just be honest with you guys. In the beginning, do not hire a business coach. I know a lot of people are like, what? Do not hire a business coach. If you want another strategy, y'all, just buy a course. Just get a course. Why I say this is because when you first start out, what you really need is clarity because clarity allows you to build something. Because when you don't have clarity, you're dabbling. You're trying to figure out every little way to make money. You're so focused on the money, right? And you're hopping to all these different things. And that's why you end up having, again, those incomplete bridges. If you want to make money, you need to seek clarity first. You need to work with someone that will give you clarity, particularly a personal brand coach, someone that can help you structure your identity, that will help you step into the CEO version of you so that you can execute the strategies. The strategies, the masculine, the masculine energy is great for being able to create a plan of action, but the plan of action only works when you are able to stick with it and execute confidently. That is what makes it work. If you if you just seek the strategies, but you're not showing up, it's just not going to work for you. So that's why it's so important why I say, okay, guys, if y'all want to know the strategies, like that's why when people ask me, like, I need a strategy for my business. A lot of times I just say, let's do an intensive. I do, I don't bring them into a six month package because I know like after working with so many clients, those who aren't going through identity crisis, those who know who they are, those who have full confidence in what they're doing are the ones that succeed. Those who just cared about the strategies and did not care about the mindset and did not care about shifting into their most powerful version of themselves are the ones that always end up struggling and they always end up coming back to me and saying, let's do the mindset work, I'm ready. I know I just said I didn't care about that in the beginning. And so that's why now when it comes to strategies, I only do like intensives for that. If you want to build a business with me, we're doing it four to six months, whatever, then you will shift into the next level version of yourself because that's the only way you're going to be successful. Um, so that's what I would say. Do not ignore your your desire for clarity. Seek clarity because that allows you to build something, that allows you to stick with something, that allows you to commit to mastery because you are 100% confident about what you're doing and you know what you're doing. The next thing I would say is do not focus on the money, focus on human connection. A lot of times when we're starting our business, we're so obsessed with trying to sell, sell, sell that basically what happens is that when we do start selling, right, we get so caught up in the one-on-one, right? But the one-on-one guys, in my, and, and just from my experience, does not even make you the most money. The one-on-one is so good for like, you know, getting income right now in your business. But if you really, really, really want to build wealth, you have to focus on thinking more long-term. So things like digital products, things like, um, like, memberships, things like courses, like things that you can increase the value of each customer, right? You got to think that way. And the reason why, and the reason why I say focus on human connection is because human connection allows you to sell those types of products. One-on-one, you can pretty much go up to someone if they really, really need help, they'll pay for it, right? But it's going to be the products that are a little bit slower in the beginning that are going to make you the most money long-term. I focus on the money, <laughs> my first year of business, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I focused on that mainly because I was shifting from consulting to coaching. I had stopped working with all my consulting clients at like one time. And so I needed to make money. And so then I, hey, Rael, I then switched over to coaching. And the only thing I focused on was one-on-one. 
because you know, I'm used to consulting. It was an easy transition. And I did not really focus on human connection because I was doing, I was just, guys, I was scared. Like, I'm just being honest with you guys. I was scared of being judged. I was scared of not being seen as the expert. I was scared of not being liked. I was scared of doing it wrong, even though I'd already built or, you know, built a company from zero to one million in a year. Like, I was, I was already scared. Like, I was scared. I came into this industry feeling less than, even though I'd already helped more companies. I'd already sold more than a lot of already successful entrepreneurs in the coaching industry. I'd already performed at a higher level and I was terrified and I didn't believe in myself. And so I was scared of talking to people. Like I would, like y'all know me, like y'all know me with my graphics and stuff. Like for me, being an artist is so easy because it's something I can hide behind. It's me and my natural state as an introvert, but I was not connecting. And what happens is, is that, and I'm going to share with y'all some story. I'm not going to say who it is, but there's a coach right now that went from making like seven figures um, or six figures a month that is now struggling because they stopped. They just fell off the face of the earth and they stopped focusing on human connection. Like ads ain't going to help y'all. Right. And if Facebook groups ain't a good long term strategy, like, yeah, it works. But you see how everyone's like seeing the BS. They're like, everyone's posting the same thing. Everything's a sales pitch. Like, y'all, you got to think long term. Do not think only about things that are going to make you money. Do not focus so hard on the money in the beginning. Focus on human connection, because that's when that's what's going to make you the, the money in the long term. What you don't want to do is build a business where every 30 to 90 days you are hustling for that next client because you have nothing else. And the other thing is, if you're multi-passionate, you already know that you're going to want to do something else. Why set your business up to the point where you're only doing one-on-one, you haven't built an audience. And so then when you want to do something else, you can't because you're so locked into one-on-one because if you don't pay your bills, you're screwed, right? Or if you have an identity crisis or if you have a mental health breakdown, you're screwed because you're not in the right mind to help or serve you know, people, but you have no passive income to carry you out, right? That was the biggest issue that I had. I talked about this on my podcast six months ago, had a major identity crisis. I was screwed. I was still making money from my one-on-one clients I was working with at the time, but I had no passive income because I took down all my eBooks and all that stuff and I didn't put anything back up. I wasn't actively selling a course and I knew I wanted to pivot into a new thing, but I was having a tug of war between what my soul wanted and what like I felt like I had to do to pay the bills that like I didn't, I, it, was, it was like torture. Cause I wanted so badly for to do something else to serve people in a different way. But I felt like I had to do the funnels and I had to do passion to profit. And I had to do that because I had nothing else. Do not be in that position. Do not be in that position. If you want to build wealth, you gotta think long-term. You gotta focus on human connection. Okay. So the next question I got was, okay. So the next question I got is, Sorry, I got a call coming in. The next question I got is how to find your focus when you have a hundred different things you're passionate about. Um, okay, so as a multi-passionate person, um, I understand what it means to have a diverse palette. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Y'all have seen some of my stories. You guys know I work on set sometimes with beauty brands and I do a lot of different things. Um, so here's the truth. You gotta understand the difference between your personal brand and your business, okay? Your personal brand can be colorful as hell. Your business needs to serve one person. So if you can understand that, then you can understand my personal brand. I can show all sorts of parts of me, but my business needs to be focused. It needs to serve a specific audience. So that's the advice I would give for that, mainly because a lot of times with this, it's something that 
needs to be talked about in a one-on-one session because everyone's situation is unique. So if you're multi-passionate, focus on your brand in terms of your multiple passions, but understand that your business needs to be very specific. And again, understand that it's not even just about your business, it's about the specific product as well. The product needs to be specific to one person. And also you don't have to make money off of all your passions. You gotta find a focus. Like as a multi-passionate person, I'm telling you, you have to find a focus with your business, but you can build a really dynamic personal brand. So that's that. Um, and the next thing is, is how to find clients, where are they at? <laughs> okay, so your clients are all around you. There's people that could be in this live right now that are your clients. They could be in this live watching you right now that are your clients. The clients are everywhere, okay? The thing is, is that if you are not in your full CEO identity, you will never show up in a way that makes it visible that you can actually help a certain person. And this includes if you're feeling guilt around your offers, if you're still struggling with self-promotion, if you are not selling enough, if you are speaking things that other people are saying but not actually speaking things that you feel, if you are trying to please your peers versus doing what makes sense for your business, if you are trying to follow the coaching industry rules or whatever industry you're in, if you're trying to follow those rules versus listening to your audience and connecting with them, knowing how to show up with confidence, if you are struggling, guys, let's have a serious conversation right now. If you feel so insecure online, if you are seriously struggling to show up, I know what that is like, but if you want to build a business, you have to get over that. So that makes me wanna ask you guys a question. Do you or would you like me to create a freebie that gives you like journaling prompts that allow you to start shifting into that CEO identity? Would that be helpful for you if I shared with you guys some of my journaling techniques that and techniques and, and hacks I give my clients to shift into that CEO identity? Let me know if you want that and I will create a freebie that teaches you kind of how to do that, okay? So let me know. Um, but basically, yeah, guys, like if you want to find clients, it, it, it again, it's an inside job. It, it starts with knowing your niche. It starts with like knowing how to show up. It starts with being able to have the, like the grit to be able to show up. Like guys, it takes real balls to show up. Like you, it takes courage, right? It takes so much courage. Like you gotta know, like what is that CEO version of you? Like how does she show up? And then you have to be able to have a plan of action of how to kill the self-sabotage and really step into that new woman so that you can execute. And that's really why I built my podcast and what that's based on and why I didn't wanna talk about business strategies. It's because I realize that that's more important than anything, more than anything that you could ever hear. So what I want you guys to understand what I want to be for you, while everyone else is talking about all those strategies and feeding all that stuff, and I'm telling y'all, get a course on the strategies. Just get a course. <laughs> Maybe I'll create a course on it. Get a course on the strategies. I want you guys to come to me for when you need help showing up. That's what I wanna to be to you. I wanna be that person when you are feeling so low. I am here to lift you up and make you see the total queen that you are. Because 
the only way that you are going to build this castle, this life is if you're showing up as that queen and, and to me, like, I know how important that is. When me growing up, I never felt worthy of anything. I hated myself. I used to hate my skin color. Like I used to hate so many things about me. Like I know, like I know what how deep this can go. I know that a lot of you guys have things that have happened in your past that are, are, are effing with you right now. And you don't even realize it's effing with you, but it's stopping you guys from seeing why you are so unique and how amazing that is and how that's going to be leveraged for you. Because at the end of the day, we're tired. Oh, I don't want to throw anyone out under the bus, but we're tired of seeing all these other coaches out there. Like we don't need you to be another one of them. We need you to be another you. Like that's what we need you to be. We don't need to see someone, you know, we don't need to see you pretending to be someone else because we're, we're tired of that. They've already built their audience. We want something new, refreshing, innovating, right? So you can be the first to do something. Like I just talked about a girl named Choi who launched this app for female entrepreneurs. Had she followed the coaching industry and felt like I got to get one-on-one -on -one clients in order to build this app, like she never would have built the dang app. Like do what you love. You can make money off of that. You can make money building your business exactly the way that you want to build it. So I'm going to scroll up here. I'm going to start answering some of your guys' questions in here. Uh, and if you guys have questions, just go ahead and leave it down and I'll answer them. Okay, Vanessa, feeling amazing. Was in a huge slump for two weeks. Oh, drink. Okay, uh, picked up any book. Hey, girl, we love books. Feeling re-energized re again. Woke up at 7 a.m. with nose. Drink a veggie. Oh. <laughs> girl, stay consistent with that. Um, with that being said, I would love to know your routine to ensure you have more productive days versus staying in bed all day, hating and being ultra disappointed with yourself. Okay, so the first thing is, is before I tell you what my routine is, guys, if you haven't listened to my podcast episode, if you don't haven't listened to the podcast, I'm not just trying to say it because it's my podcast, but seriously, guys, go check it out. It's called Unleash Your Inner Celebrity. You can check it out on iTunes everywhere. There's an episode called Master Your Mind and Reprogram Yourself into a Wealthy Woman, okay? Here's the trick that I use to, to stop self-sabotaging. It's one of my greatest hacks. It's a game I call, a game I play called, but does it serve me though? So, but does it serve me though is where, thank you, babe. But does it serve me though is a game that I play where I, when something happens where I, I don't wanna get like out of bed and I'm feeling lazy or I feel like I wanna pity myself or I'm just feeling really crappy, I ask myself, Natasha, does this serve you? Is this going to get you closer to your bigger vision? You got to check yourself because when the answer is no and you say to yourself, this isn't serving you, Natasha, right? This isn't serving you, Vanessa. Then what's going to happen is, is that you're not going to allow yourself to like subscribe to the bullshit. You got to check yourself. If you allow these negative thoughts and these negative habits to run wild, they're like weeds, right? If, if you're never gonna have a garden, if you just let the weeds run wild, they are like weeds in your mind, killing that beautiful garden that you have up there. If you feel crappy while looking at a, looking at a photo on Instagram, ask yourself, I'll use you, Laura. I don't know if you do this, but I'm just saying, Laura, does this serve you? Does this serve me? And the reason why I say that is because what you guys have to remember is that Whatever you feel is not going to change the outcome. Like these negative, like if you are going to sell a program, if it's going to sell, it's going to sell. If it's going to fail, it's going to fail. In the same way that when you do, when you see teams go out there to play basketball, football, tennis, whatever, they know that there's no point of them thinking we're going to lose this game. 
We're going to go out there. We're going to play our hardest game. If we win, we win. If we fail, we fail, right? The thing is, that thinking is not going to benefit you in any way. Only thing it's going to do is just make you feel bad until the outcome happens or until you give up. So if you want to increase your odds for success, you got to check your mind and asking, is this feeling that I'm thinking? Is this behavior I'm about to engage in? Is this thought that I'm thinking in my head? Does this actually serve me? And then once you ask that question, you say no, because you love what you love so much, you're going to do what you need to do because you're going to be like, dang, girl, dang, like, why are you checking me? Like, how, like, what do you mean? Like, man, I know it doesn't serve me. I got to go do it now. Like, that's where you have to be. You have to check those thoughts. You can't let those thoughts run wild. (laughs) So you got to check those thoughts. And that is what's going to allow you to turn. That literally is what turns every bad day around for me is that the moment I start going downhill, Natasha, what is the purpose of this? Like, why are you thinking this? You know, when I think of, is this program going to sell? Natasha, who cares? What, what are you saying, right? Feelings are not facts. They're just feelings. They don't mean anything, really. I mean, they do to a certain degree, but they don't mean anything for real in terms of business, right? The only, the, like, it doesn't serve you. So just like, just let it go. Um, my tools, my tip for having a productive day is honestly, and this is going to sound so cliche, <laughs> it's having a really, really, really strong morning routine, and definitely asking that all the time is, but does it serve me though? But having a really strong morning routine, something that I realized that I have to do is I, well, I journal most days. Some days I don't journal, I'm being honest. I journal most days, but I think intuitive planning has really changed the game for me. So I used to, I used to, uh, I used to, so yeah, okay, so my routine is, is that I wake up in the morning. I drink like a nice, uh, I always get like hot water, lemon, something, cause you know, water gives you energy. Where is my water now? Water gives you energy. And then I, the first thing I do after that is I start journaling for the most part. Most days I journal, sometimes I don't. And then I go into planning, I plan my day. So something I do is called intuitive planning. I don't plan for the whole week. The only thing I do plan are appointments, but the reason why I don't plan for the whole week is because like intuitive and inspired action is where your, your superpower is. I don't plan because I focus on just winning that day. Like sometimes thinking too far in the future in terms of like your schedule is too stressful. And then if you don't adhere to that, that schedule to like the T you feel like you're just letting yourself down. And something that you have to do in order to gain confidence is to start proving to yourself that you can rely on yourself. Like a lot of reasons why our self-confidence is down is because we realize that for so long, like how many of you guys feel guilty about all those times you just like did not show up as much as you should have. And now you're, you know, you're dragging your ass back to your community. Like I'm back, I'm back. And then you feel bad like, man, no one's gonna comment on this post because like, like or I look like a fool because I've been gone for like three months or six weeks or whatever that is, or two weeks. And you know, every time you stop being consistent, right? You have to start all over again, right? And you gotta rebuild that momentum. So really what I do is I focus on intuitive planning. Let me just focus on crushing it for today. And every day, that's what I do. It just gives me the flexibility to like, if like my week changes, I don't feel guilty about it. Like how many of you guys have planned out your whole week and then by Wednesday, you're like, none of the things I said I was going to do Tuesday got done. And then you're starting to feel bad that you're like missed out on stuff. And it's really not even that important. 
you gotta stay focused on being high vibe and just being like the boss like take it day to day plan your appointments out of course you know further ahead i use google calendar to do that but i also like i pretty much plan everything on paper and i every day i wake up and i just plan that day and I have something, so to be honest with you guys, I only plan the morning and then in the middle of the day, I have what I call intuitive hour for the most part, where I use that as like my time to like engage with you guys, whether it's Instagram stories, whatever that is. And it just allows me to have fun versus like stressing out. Like guys, there's just no point stressing out anymore. Like it is what it is. Like just show up, be you and your clients will come. And that's how I've always done it. For, well, at least not always, but that's how I've been doing it re really truly for like the past three months. It's just intuitively, intuitively doing everything. So that's pretty much what I do. It's pretty simple. If I don't, honestly, guys, I don't do a lot of like meditation in the morning and mainly it's because I have ADHD and, you know, a girl just ain't going to do that. So an alternative to meditating that I find is silence. So something that I do is that I do try to have like an hour or two of silence and that could be me going hiking going swimming, doing whatever the hell I wanna do. There's a guy named James Shramko. He built his business from zero to a million in six months. Guess what he does every day before he starts any work? He goes surfing. Guys, seriously, if meditating isn't your thing, go for a moment of silence where you can just like enjoy yourself and get in nature and just love yourself and do that. Like you don't have to do things everybody else's way. I My ADHD does not allow me to like meditate every day. My shortest meditation is like 15 minutes and I do it like, I do it when I need to talk to the, it's a visualization guide by Sophie Von Merricks. If you guys haven't heard of her, I will, I'll send you guys like a link to go download it. It's a 15 minute guide. I do it whenever I need to speak to the future version of me. It's basically a guide where you connect with the future version. You guys have conversations in your mind. I know it sounds crazy, but it's actually really amazing. So that's that. Um, anything else you guys have questions about? I can do, if you guys want me to do like a more, like a, like a, Guys, because I want to do like ways for you guys to find clients, but there's just so many ways like, and there's so many ways that they don't talk about in the coaching industry. Like if you have a service-based business, like one of the best ways to find clients when you're first starting is cold emailing, but a lot of people won't talk about that because they'll make you feel guilty about it, right? So I, I mean, I could do like a sales type training, but it's like, it's, it's, there's so many like levels to this. Like it's, I just don't want it to be pointless, right? So you guys... Let me know what you guys want me to help you with and I will help you with that. What I want you guys to understand though is that the strategies are so minimal, love. The strategies are so minimal. Like you guys really need to focus more so on shaping your identity and really cultivating who that like boss babe is and then just going to be her. And she will allow you to get whatever money you want because there's so much power when you just feel limitless and it's like, the way the money just flows in is like a whole nother level that you didn't realize you had. So if I could just sum this all up, like all of this up that we've been talking about today, I would say first get clarity around what you wanna do and who you are. That is the most important part. And from there, you can, ex you can accelerate. Like it's just crazy the amount of success you can see once you know who you are, okay? So y'all, unless y'all have, yes. You have to work on yourself. That is so important. You have to work on yourself. So shout out to everyone that um, asked a question. Uh, yeah. 
and I will do better, guys, because I want to start, like, shouting out your guys' like, Instagram handles when you guys answer, ask a question, but I was kind of running late because, like, your girl's makeup wasn't done. So um, next time I will shout you guys out so you guys can, like, connect with each other, get some followers, things like that. So that's pretty much it, guys. If you guys have any questions, like, I don't mind answering any, like, last-minute questions if you guys have any questions, but I will definitely put together that freebie on, like, how to shift into your CEO self. I will put a freebie on that. And yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys. And um, if you guys aren't tuned into the podcast, episodes come out every Wednesday. We do do bonus episodes during the week. So sometimes we do like little surprise things. Um, There's been a lot of good feedback on it. So I hope you guys will go check it out. And I don't know, y'all, that's it. Like, I love y'all. And I don't know how we've been doing this for. But yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. So alrighty, y'all, I guess it's bye. It's bye. Oh, wait, wait, one little thing. Your top three ways to sell right now. Okay, 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 I'll do it. One little thing. Your top three ways to sell right now. Okay, so the number one thing, the one little thing, your top three ways to sell right now is, uh, it really depends on the business. <laughs> um, if you are a someone who has a, like a, a real clear outcome, like you know, like for example, a graphic designer where you know, um, like what that outcome is, like something you can like deliver something. So someone that's like, like a photographer, a social media consultant, a graphic designer, if you're in a field like that, um, if you're a YouTube coach, first thing I would say is that if you have a tangible item, something that people can see a clear outcome from, cold emailing is really your friend. It really is your friend to get money going in now. To get money in now, cold emailing is really, really, really good because what it allows you to do is just put out your message out there super, super fast and get feedback back on if it's actually working. And with the law of averages, if you contact 100 people, you will at least sign three to five. So that's really a good way to do that. In terms of you building a brand, how would I, I would say to do that first. The first tip I would say to selling is a lot of you guys are selling to the wrong segment of your audience. So what I mean is a lot of you guys are selling to the people who are looking for information. So if you are selling to the people that, so for example, I'll give you guys with YouTube because that's a good one. When I was a YouTube strategist and I was first putting out content, I used to focus on selling to people. I I would focus on creating content about like why you need YouTube for your business, okay? I was told you needed to put out value. (laughs) <laughs> so that's what I was talking about. The problem is, is that those who want to, those who don't know why YouTube is important for their business are people that are in the just looking around stage, okay? So that segment of that audience is not ready to buy yet, okay? If you want to sell that type of package, you need to sell to the people that have already been on YouTube for a year or two years or whatever that is and just aren't seeing any progress. So as a YouTube coach, I would focus on finding entrepreneurs that were like a year or two that were posting consistently on YouTube and they were only getting like 10 or 15 views on their videos. There's a lot of people who have been doing this for two years and still getting like 30 views on their videos. And I would write a list of all those people and I cold emailed them, okay? That's actually how I got my first five clients in, uh, was it like July last year? That's how I got my first five clients is I made a list of who those women were and I contacted them and I signed them. And the reason why is because when you are so, that's where clarity comes in. When you are so clear about what your offer is about, 
who it's for, why it's valuable. You can position it. You can be able to easily connect who this, this product is valuable for. And so when I gave it to them, they purchased because they were in so much pain because they were, they were, I, I was basically telling them like, you know, I know how it feels that you're creating content. You know, YouTube videos take a lot of effort, y'all, right? You're creating all this content. It's been two years and you're only getting 30 like views. Like I know that that has to be frustrating for you. So that is my first tip is to focus on the area of your clientele that's ready to buy. When you're speaking to people who are just looking for information, that's more of a brand awareness strategy. That's just letting them know why they need it. And then what's gonna happen is, is they're gonna do it on their own. You know this, they're gonna do it on their own. They're gonna fail, if they, well, well, most times, <laughs> hopefully they don't fail, but those who fail are then gonna be those who are ready to buy. So you have to understand that there's a buyer's journey. And just because someone stumbles upon your content doesn't mean they're ready to buy. That's again why you need consistency because they could be ready to buy six months down the line after they've tried it on their own and they're like, this is not working. So you sell to the, to the people that need this right now and you do brand awareness for the people that need to know about this. So you have to think sales and then you have to think growth in terms of audience growth. So that's a completely different strategy and a lot of people only focus on the why you need to know about this, why you need to care about this, right? So for example, if you're teaching people how to do build an email list, telling people why they need an email list is a growth, an audience growth hack. Telling people like why your email list still ain't growing, that's serving the people that have already started building their list and are only getting like, you know, one, one you know, email list sign up a day. Those who are getting only one email list sign up a day are obviously gonna be more, way more um, likely to buy your course that is, showing people how to grow their list and someone who just is finding out that they need an email list. Like there's a completely different category of customers. So that's the first tip I would say. The second tip that I would say in terms of sales is to, um, what would I say in terms of sales? The second tip that I would give really comes into no, like having a niche. Guys, like having a niche is so important when it comes to sales because you have to, un oh no, 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 let me back this up. A niche is important. Knowing the difference between your service and the problem you're solving. A lot of people know what service they wanna provide, but they don't have a clear idea of what problem they solve. And that was my issue with YouTube again, is that I knew I wanted to help women grow on YouTube, but I didn't know what problem I was solving, right? So for example, I'm gonna give Laura as you as an example. Recently, you started putting out content for people that were complaining about Facebook groups that they were tired of it and annoyed, right? You saw, oh, there is a problem that needs to be solved. People wanna learn how to um, you know, build their audience and get sales outside of Facebook. YouTube solution, right? That's an easy connection, right? So that's what you have to think about. It's not, it's not just about, like, I want to help women grow on YouTube. It's about what problem, though, am I solving? And that's the difference. And a lot of times when I get on discovery calls, sorry, my nose is itching. A lot of times when I get on discovery calls, I'll ask women, okay, what problem do you solve? And they're like, I haven't figured that out yet. But I know what I want to do. I know I want to provide this. If you want to sell, you got to know exactly what problem you are solving. The service is just the vehicle to get them to their destination. But that's not what you're selling. You're, you're selling the solution to the problem. So that'd be the second thing. The third thing that I would say when it comes to sales is, um, 
Hmm. What's the third thing that I would say to coming to getting sales or just, do you guys want to know more so about attracting clients or like closing the deal? Like, so for the third one, because those are two different things. If we're talking about client attraction, I would say don't get so caught up with the platform. Like everyone wants to know like what platform like will generate the most income, all these platforms sell. So there's no excuse. Facebook groups, um, uh, Instagram, YouTube, every platform can sell. Okay, in terms of closing sales, um, are you guys doing uh, calls, like discovery calls? Um, if you want to close a sale, you have to focus on highlighting people basically they're okay so here's the way to close a sale the way that you close a sale is to focus on talking about the behaviors that people keep taking that are not allowing them to progress so for example a good thing that i get from people is i don't have the money that's like the biggest thing we all get like ah, oh, yeah I don't, I don't have the money you know i'll come back in six months when i have the money so a good closer for that because that's probably what you guys are getting is okay you say you don't have the money. So let's say like it's like a $5,000 package. You say you don't have the money. You're at this nine to five job, right? If you're making the same amount of money that you're making now, then how do you find, how do you figure you're going to get the money in five, six months, right? What's going to change for you? And then a lot of people say, oh, you're right. I'm like, do you see a bonus coming soon? Do you see your pay going up? And the people are like, okay, you're right. And I say, so, so now you understand that that's really just an excuse you're making. Not that I'm saying that why well, you don't want to invest into me, but what I'm saying is that if, you are gonna change your life, you're gonna change your life. Just like if you're gonna buy a MacBook, you're gonna buy a MacBook. If you're going to buy a car, you're gonna buy a car. A lot of us don't have money to buy that MacBook. We don't have money to buy that car, right? But we figure out a way to either get a loan for it or to piece it together, right? When you wanna go fly across the country and go do a tour around Europe, you find the money to go get it. So I highlight, highlight that not to pressure my client into the sale, but to be informative of saying to them, if you keep doing things this exact same way, do you actually see things changing for you? And so on the discovery call, yeah, you're doing some coaching. And so when my clients say, oh yeah, I don't see a bonus coming, then we talk about it. Why do you wanna build your business again? Oh, to create the freedom life, right? So then you acknowledge that in order to create the freedom life, it's not, oh, I'm gonna create the freedom life first and then go hire a coach. It's, or I'm gonna create the freedom life first and then go build a business. It's, I'm building my business to come up with the cash to be able to have the income, thank you, to be able to have the finances, to be able to pay for things, to be able to go on trips, to be able to make higher investments in my personal development. That's why I'm investing into it. So I would say to you is that it's very, very, very important for you before you get on a call to think about every way that someone can object to what you have to offer and don't be afraid to talk about those objections, not for the purpose of pressuring someone into the call. I don't want to pressure you. I had a guy get on the call with me. He's like, you're not hard selling me. I'm like, I'm not because I don't hard sell anyone. Like either you want to work with me or you don't. I like, I don't care about that. But what I do want you to understand is that if you keep taking the same path you're taking, I want you to be able to see the connection of why, why things aren't happening for you. And the reason why I do that is because guys, I don't like for things to be awkward when we get off the call. I don't like, you know, when I get on a sales call and then you're in my community and then you just stop showing up because you feel so guilty about like, because I peer pressured you or made you feel bad about not investing. Like, I don't like that type of thing. I don't like coaches that guilt trip because people that come into programs when you've guilt tripped them, don't ever like, <laughs> they'll never show up the way you want them to show up. So 
I believe that it's important for you as the coach, as the expert to be the leader. And if, and I want you to think about it as a way that if you saw your friend going down a path and you knew that this path they're going on is not going to benefit them, wouldn't you tell the, your friend the truth? Like your best friend? Like, I think that's why I call myself your business bestie because y'all my besties. Like, I want to be so honest with you guys about what you're doing that is going to screw up things for you. That's self-sabotaging, right? So that's really how you close is really focusing on, let's talk about what you're doing now. And, you know, do you even see this changing in the future if you keep doing the same way? You just can't say, if you keep doing the same thing, nothing's going to happen. You got to like, lay out what that looks like. You got to paint that for them. And for a lot of people, it's a different thing you have to paint. And so you got to listen to what they're talking about on the call and whatever they're talking about, you got to talk about that, like in the ways that they're self-sabotaging. And so a good question you can ask when you're closing or when you're getting ready to position yourself is, do you like, is to ask them, well, what blocks do you see? Why do you feel like you're not successful? And then work through those blocks of why they're not successful. And then you can use that later on at the end of the call. I don't say it's leverage, but you can use that at the end of the call when they start to back out of it to talk about those self-sabotaging habits again and why it's not benefiting them. So that's really how you close a call is to focus on their, like the things they keep doing that are screwing them up. And the other thing is, is that when people say, I think I'll think about it, because a lot of times I have clients say, I'll think about it and they come back. Um, something you can do is treat, already start treating them as your client. So when someone says, okay, I'll pay in a week or I'll commit, something I do to make sure that people are serious is I have them sign the contract. I say, okay, well, if you're going to pay on Friday, then let's do the contract now. Because if you're not serious, you're not going to sign that contract, right? So something I do, a technique that I do is that to know who's really serious and to make sure that they understand that they're really, really serious is I have them sign the contract on the call, even if they don't pay for five days. And the reason why is because when you sign a contract, you're serious. I've only had one client that signed a contract that didn't show up for and didn't pay. And it was a client that I ended up not really wanting to work with. So I didn't push push on it. I didn't come after her like, you signed a contract. Yeah, I don't care about that. So have them sign a contract on the call. Because normally when you when you sign something, you are in your mind you're committing to it. So have them sign the contract on the call and then, you know, follow up with them. Send them their welcome packet. Send them the welcome packet before they have paid, right? Send them an email. Like I kind of have like a three series thing. The first thing they get is like, let's start your next steps. I need you to connect with me on Voxer. I need you to um um I do Voxer and I have them start I have them put in their schedule for like when we're no, no, I do Voxer. What else do I do? I do Voxer. My first email is Voxer and it's something else, right? I have them figure out how they're going to connect with me. The next email that I send is the welcome packet. So like two days later, look at like the welcome packet. And so they can see kind of like a sneak peek. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're already my client. And then once they pay, so I have something that's auto scheduled on the day that their payment is due to go out and uh, collect their payment. And then once they pay, I then have them, I send them the calendar link. It's like an auto thing. I use a Debs auto. They then fill out the calendar and schedule their time. So that's how I do it. Like you got to start thinking of people as your client. There are people that will need to think about it. But when you start like enrolling them into it and they've signed that contract, that's a good way of seeing like who's really, really, really serious about it and not wasting your time. And even if someone's on the fence, if they really want it like deep down inside, they'll sign that contract. They'll sign that contract and that contract, even if they don't pay on that same day, they say they're going to pay, they pay a week after that. 
that contract means a lot to people. And it's also a good way to provide good customer service. I don't have people read contracts on their own. I provide that as a customer service thing. I'm gonna read the contract, go over it with you, and I want you to feel like the queen in this program. So, and then we talk about expectations. So that's my trick to closing is like, pretend like you got the sale, make sure you talk to them about their, uh, the crap they keep doing that's stopping them from being successful. And then once they get off the call, even if they don't pay, a lot of times I request my clients to pay that day, but even if they don't pay and they say, I'm gonna pay a week later, I start the process of enrolling them in and that has been very successful for me. So that's it. <laughs> so any final questions, guys? Any final questions that you guys may have? I know, how long we been on here for? Oh, well, we've only been on here for like an hour. That's not bad, okay. Any questions? I don't know. Alrighty, guys. So if there's nothing else, then I'm about to hop off. You're welcome, Laura. You're welcome. And good luck, guys. And we'll definitely figure out something um, like a, a, a training that we'll do, like a private workshop. So I will definitely get back with you guys. If you guys haven't checked out the podcast, check it out. I'm going to be leaving some links in the description so that you guys can put it on your vision board. I'm going to put the Amanda Francis uh, uh, post in the comments for you guys to save, put it on your vision board. So when you feel like discouraged you have that in your mirror when you wake up like okay amanda francis took six seven years right <laughs> amanda francis took seven years so i'm on year one i can you know i'm all right <laughs> there's no rush right i'm gonna put that in there so you guys can have it for your vision board i'm going to put um the link to the podcast and then um that's it and that's pretty much it guys. And I'm gonna let you guys know, for those of you guys who are into the identity shifting, I will be doing the freebie. And I'm also gonna be accepting clients that really are struggling with confidence and really are struggling with creating that identity. I'm gonna be launching a new offer. So I'm just gonna throw that out there and let you guys know. So I'll let you guys know what that is. It'll be totally different from what I've done before where instead of like having one coaching package, it'll be a way for you guys to have three different options to work with me, whether it's like an intensive, whether it's a, and my intensives are good guys because I don't do that whole one day, four hour thing. Like my intensives are broken up to where we do like four hours, but it's broken up over two calls over three days. So we do it totally different around here. That's how I do my intensives because I know we all hate those sitting on the call for four hours. Like we barely get the information. So it's gonna be that. There's gonna be a way to work with me for six weeks. And there's gonna be a way to work with me for 12 to 16 weeks. So there'll be a various ways to work with me to really help you shift into that more confident version of yourself. And it'll be a combination of identity, mindset, and strategy. So it's gonna be way different than a lot of programs that you guys have been into. So I'm excited to share with you guys and I'll be announcing that probably next week or so. But that's pretty much it, guys. I wasn't coming on here to sell you guys. I just wanted to let you guys know what will be coming for you ladies that are like, like, you know, like my last episode, having an identity crisis. So that's it, guys. And that's it. And I love chatting with y'all and I will see you guys next time. And remember, every Friday we'll be on here 11 a.m. Pacific time. 2 p.m. Eastern, we'll be doing a Friday Q&A. So if you have any questions over the week, DM me, send me things. We will have the conversation and it is what it is. We'll just have fun every Fridays and that's pretty much it. So bye, baby loves. 
And that's pretty much it, you guys, for today's episode. But before you sign off, I want to keep the conversation going. Let me know your thought. Do you agree with everything I talked about today? Or do you see things maybe a little bit differently? Maybe totally differently? Whatever the case may be, tweet me at Natasha Soleil or Instagram me at Natasha Soleil. And that's N-A-T-A-S-H-A-S-O-L-A-E. And before we say our final goodbyes, I just want to thank my wonderful engineer and music producer, Archie Beats, for making today's episode possible. You can find him on IG, just search Archie Beats. I've also listed his information down in the show notes. All right, well, that's it, guys. Until next time, I will see you later, loves. Bye-bye.